Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devin Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Paul Sanders. And now, here's the show. Get to the chopper. No, you didn't. If you did, Matt's cheating on me. <laughs> Why, yes, it is. Well, turn that up. And welcome to episode 26 of the Out of the Basement podcast. My name, as always, is Devin Turak. I'm joined by a couple of my close friends here at Adepticon 2014. This is our second annual Adepticon podcast. And uh, we'll just do like a quick introduction and, uh, and like a little roundtable of, you know, your. Oh, uh, you, you will have met each one of these guys except for one who will be introduced. But everyone will have heard of him at the very least. So why don't we start with you, Terry? Every motherfucker in the room is crazy but me. <laughs> I really hope that's loud enough. <laughs> I can't, that's as high as it goes. So apparently people have decided to bring soundboards <laughs> to this podcasting episode. Um, I don't need a motherfucking soundboard. <laughs> America's got talent. <laughs> America don't got grandma. <laughs> Okay, why don't we just do introductions first before we get all crazy? So probably should have done this before we were drunk. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my name's Terry. Okay, <laughs> wait, waving at the podcast <laughs> does not help. I, why don't, I could be waving at you. You could be. Okay, so yeah, that's Terry. You're definitely winking. You may remember him from last year's podcast. He was one of the funny people. He's next. a big, sexy, bald man. And we, we love him. And here's here's our next guest. <laughs> And we have derailed like a mofo. Yep. Do not have a can opener. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Joe. <laughs> Where's your hat? Yeah, yeah Joe, where is your hat? I saw that. You want to be last. I want to be last. Pay no attention to the chipped windowsill in your hotel room. I chipped the edge of it. <laughs> it's okay. Terrace won't listen to the podcast yeah. anyway. <laughs> Apparently, okay. Apparently, can he we, wants just, to go last. Can we just get through the introductions before it goes crazy, please? No, he's going last. Oh, uh, he's going last. Okay. Yeah. Hello, I'm Joe. Again, you may year. remember Joe from last year. And Joe waved too. I, it's called being polite. The city of brotherly love. It's where we were born. You, no, you no, you weren't. You're both from Delaware. Hi. We're How can you Delaware? be born in a city of brotherly love? Yeah. That just doesn't make sense. That's right. There's 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 no women in the city of brotherly love. It's no Texan? Dude. Oh. 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 Next? I'm Matt. I'm actually Canadian. Yes. And again, a veteran of the uh, Adepticon podcast. That's right. And last but certainly not least. I am Devron and out of the basement podcast number one motherfucking fan. Correct. I am Flat Mike, a.k.a. Psycho Wargamer, a.k.a. Sir Psycho, a.k.a. Mike Trainer, who is always bad-mouthed on this show. Correct. Who we, Fuck who, you, Pat. Who we refer to... <laughs> Do you, have you ever met Pat? Nope. No. <laughs> who we refer to as Afghanistan Mike, because at the time, he was in Afghanistan. Afghanistan, Don't go horribly Mike. wrong. Don't get your motherfucker. Oh, good lord. So I'll be doing a lot of editing after this podcast, apparently. Oh, my god. Okay, so this is day three of our trip. It's day one, I think, of the actual um, yeah. tournament that's been going no, on. No. Well, no, you're right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Day one was yesterday, yeah. Day, so, this is day one of the tournaments that we've skipped. <laughs> 
himself for three, for three seconds. Uh, and we are drinking, as you can obviously uh, uh, hear in our both our voices and the, the tone of our conversation. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't think that's going to be loud enough either. I turned that one down, not in the devil. Okay, why don't we just start with what we've skipped in order to drink and hang out, starting with Terry. Terry, what have you skipped in order to drink and hang out? What were you supposed to do that you didn't in order to hang out with us and do fun stuff? Painting cloth. Okay. Painting cloth. Now that's exciting. Yeah. Mike, because all you do is go up and down. I actually haven't skipped. But what if they've? I have made it to every class and every tournament that I was supposed to make it to. Wow, signed up for nothing. No, I signed up for everything that I wanted to go to. Papers, please. Let's see. Let's see the badge. I'm American. I don't have to have papers. And I don't look Hispanic. Well, he's lucky that his awesome white is awesome white in the Forge World line for him for two hours. The Texan says on this soundboard. I'm better than you. There's a thing a Texan says. Um, I skipped a class, and I don't recall signing up for the class, so I was really surprised <laughs> when it showed up on my list when I came to Adepticon. You mean the weathering powders class? Oh, yeah, right, yeah. It was, it was how, to, how, to, how, to, there were two. how to weather using pigments. Yep. I thought that was the one you were going to last year and skipped. That, it's quite possible, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why Mr. Justin shook his head when you didn't show up. We now pause for a recap from last year's podcast. <laughs> I didn't make it. <laughs> and then today, He's Matt and I were supposed to do a, uh, a X-Wing team tournament, which we ended up skipping in order to go to Buddha Town and play X-Wing. <laughs> <laughs> Buddha's rock! True. We did have a really good time, actually. And then we yeah. may, may have played a little Smash Up afterwards, too, which should have gone a lot better, but didn't. Oh, I do not want to play that game. But it's such a smash great up. game. Oh, Smash Up was fun. We've heard about it at our game store. I want to uh, play that. Yeah, it's, it's That's one of my favorite on tabletop. It's one of my yeah. favorite competitive games because most of the games we play end up being uh, it was cooperative. So bloody Just, slow. It was. It, it was. But who broke it? Was it, it Devrim? No, no, it was Jesse. It was Jesse. It really was. He was slowing it down at the end. Well, he, he, Terry was slowing it down. It's a good thing we didn't but pick it. Jesse call was like, out "I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this and this and this," and he would play 17 cards yeah. during his yeah. turn, yeah. and the rest of me is like, oh, and he wasn't even winning, and we all wanted to stop him. At least so Joe won. Can. But you, no, oh, but it, it's yeah, the level of Munchkin where Munchkin okay. gets cutthroat. Yeah. I can play it. Like the the shit talking start yeah. Munchkin. This game here, yeah, it's right there. It with is, it I, is can, I can play that then, but my wife is not allowed to play with us because she gets uber competitive. She my my uber sexy wife. She stabbed you one time. <laughs> Me with a steak knife. With a steak knife, she did. What in England? You don't remember? I honestly yeah. don't remember that. My uber hot wife. Is stupid competitive when it comes to she and I playing games. Okay. We refer to Munchkin as the divorce game. Okay. Munchkin is a divorce game. Yeah, oh, because man. we've almost gotten divorced three times because of that game. Wow. Yeah. I've like literally called her names that you should, a man should never call a woman. Wow. You did that at dinner. <laughs> hey, no, I did not call her that. I was just she... referring to my to my new my new tour company. Oh, Completely yeah. unique. Or crazy unique nerdy tours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to go along with totally, totally wicked, wicked awesome, awesome tours. tours. <laughs> <laughs> I meant calling. I meant calling her her mother and grandmother's. Names. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, she deserves that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Joe, did you skip anything today? Uh, this week so far? Yes, I've already script, uh, script? script. Um, so script. What are you waiting for us? What movies can we expect in 2018? <laughs> now, uh, train building. Okay. Train? Train. Terrain. I'm doing that one on Sunday. Let me know how it is. Take notes. If you want, I can lend you a recorder. You can record the whole thing for it. Who are you? What are you doing in here? I'm Mr. Mellon's personal secretary. You told me to take down everything that you say. I think part of the problem, though, is we sign up for the classes in, like, September and October. Right. Yeah. And you're a rush to get through. You want to make sure you get everything in the cart. And the baseball. And then Terrace lies to you. And then Terrace sends you emails. Oh, you can just drop it. But they're incapable of dropping anything. Yeah. Well, what pissed me off about the whole thing was we got our cart, we got availability to the cart, mm-hmm. what, a week prior or three days prior to everybody else right. or something? Yeah. And half of the cart wasn't populated yet. Right, right. right. There is so That's much shit that I wanted to take that wasn't available when we did our initial mm-hmm. carts. Right. And I'm lazy. So I didn't go yeah. back on right. the yeah. Adepticon site for like a month, and everything sold out at that I point. I forget my password every year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? Because I go in the one time when I register, and then that's it. We yeah, should mention your, that... Your password is incorrect. Mm-hmm. That, that <laughs> Yeah. We, we should mention that we're all here on uh, the Geek Nation Tours... Package the Adepticon package that Terrace Cassidy puts together, and I'm he a crazy Universal nerdy tours. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're actually broadcasting from Terrace's room. We are. <laughs> this is how nice a guy Terrace is. He, I mean, he's known us for three years now. We've gone on. This is maybe the fifth or sixth tour of his that I've gone on, and he's the official tour guide of the Out of the Basement podcast now. And so, obviously, we know him well enough. He trusts us that he just lends us his room key. For us to go in and do <laughs> whatever we want. I am totally blowing up his bathroom in about five minutes. Wow. <laughs> Get in line. Get in line. Just, oh, and... Oh, crap. And now we have a surprise <laughs> guest. Terrace? Where's, where's the good-looking girl? Right here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Matt's right there. Dialogue? Guile. 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 How's it going? Oh! Good to see you. Uh, so, Terrace, while you're here, yeah, tell us a bit about your company, just so everyone knows. Tell us about Totally Wicked. I mean, uh, <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy universal universe. Universe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You should come over here. Geeks and Tours is a tour company for Geeks by Geeks. We go to all places geeky. I would like some music in the background. Oh, sorry. Here you go. Ah, that's, <laughs> that's actually kind of appropriate. Plead the fifth. <laughs> wow. Say what again? Did all that beer already? Yes. Yeah. What beer? Holy fuck. There was beer? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We are wait, wait, wait. You need to slow down so I can get it to 20 second delay. <laughs> Try that again. Holy what? Holy. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We are a very explicit podcast. Excellent. All sorts of Please, so That's why you have trainer here. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Consequences will never be the same. Oh. Yeah. I grow up. I am the bomb. Okay. I got the bomb. <laughs> we'll talk more tomorrow. Okay. Yes, and that was yes, yes, yes. Yes. And Joe waved yet again. Yes, right? <laughs> Uh, okay, let's talk about um, how our week has gone so far. So we've been here, most of us, since Wednesday. Mike, do you also show up Wednesday? Okay. 
So we pretty much end up spending all of Wednesday. Uh, I started around 12-ish, 12.30 when I arrived. <laughs> went straight to the bar. And yeah, everyone you, pretty much it's just... It's pretty much assumed that you said when you started around 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That so we I, all I knew was, that you were at the bar. I was at the airport at 11.50. Right. And you sent me a message when I got to Chicago right. saying, hurry up and get here. I need someone to drink with. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I was there all by myself for so the you, first 20 or 30 minutes. That's, that's only because yeah. I actually went out for lunch because I was starving. Right. Otherwise, I would have been in the bar first, which would have been shocking. True, because the first thing I did when I got to the hotel was take a shower. and just It, it felt very, very nice. Yeah. Okay, so that was Wednesday. Wednesday, pretty much from beginning to end, was nonstop wall-to-wall drinking. 12 Guinness. 12? 12. 12. I think so I only got to catch up to, catch up to Paul Ting yesterday. It doesn't really count as 12 because the glasses are shot glasses. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is true. <laughs> but, but the last one, Kieran, mm-hmm. Overlords. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there are there are people from other podcasts that are here at Adepticon as well. We may mention them. Most of our listeners, thankfully, don't know about them. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Here. we we got to ask the question again. It's good what thing. do your podcasters <laughs> know about? Yeah. Well, I know about all of these other podcasts. What do you say you know, they do here? It's, it's the funny thing is last year, people would go on tangents, and I'm like, well, okay, our, our listeners don't really know about that. And then <laughs> Terry at the very end, he's like, what? <laughs> I think his podcasters know about that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, our, our listeners do know about... I'm your, fr- I'm your freaking listener. I know all of this stuff. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> You are the listener. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I have to go home and listen to this and be like, cool. Their own hosts <laughs> don't listen to it. They admit they don't listen to it. <laughs> One of our hosts never listens to it. Does he edit? Does he ever have the responsibility no. to edit? I always edit. God oh, the rest, it. The rest can't be trusted, really. <laughs> but I can say that because I'll never listen so to it. So they'll edit it like Romeo and just let it go. Oh, yeah, it's right. fine. Yeah. It's fine. Sounds like Andrew from Ohio. Just go. Same thing. So yeah, I, I was okay until the final drink with Kieran. Okay. Uh, it was when we were at, in England two years ago. Kieran and I at the trip we started drinking Guinness shandies. Oh God. So we were mixing whatever we could with Guinness. We oh, had. Oh my God. Uh, we started out with Kiss of the Irish, which Does is Ireland a shot it? of Captain Morgan's and Guinness. Okay. And I think we ended with uh, what was it? Uh, it was a port. Oh a shot of, or a, a small glass of port mixed into a Guinness. Okay. Which is amazing. Are you really sipping these or car bombing these? Oh, I, I don't sip Guinness at all. That's, that's like freaking shotgun. Guinness is a sipping beer. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yes. If it's at room temperature, you can shotgun Guinness. It is amazing. But, so, uh, Wednesday night, I was already pretty good. We're sitting at the table with, uh, several celebrities, right. such as it were, Graham McNeil and people like that. And Kieran ordered a port and Guinness and peer pressure. <laughs> I looked in his, into his dreamy eyes and went, oh yes, thank you. And that was it. I was done. <laughs> All he had to do was speak to you in that accent. You were hooked. <laughs> and then somewhere in the background you just heard... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I looked behind me, and Terry was not there. It was scary. <laughs> there was a shimmer. <laughs> the eyes. The eyes. The eyes. <laughs> Sorry, I watched it on Monday. <laughs> yes, I did. 
There's a lot of movies in this week, dude. Warm-up week for Adepticon. What'd you watch on Tuesday? Tuesday, Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting letdown from uh, Predator. Predator? I don't know. I just dug through the movies I hadn't seen in a while. Charlie Sheen firing a chicken from a bow. <laughs> Tiger blood. Uh, <laughs> as great as Hot Shots is, somebody reminded me the other night of The Chase. And the, <laughs> the Chase? The Chase. Charlie Sheen, Henry Rollins, and some bimbo. Right. Right. <laughs> in L.A. and the girl was the mayor's no, was daughter or something. Yeah. It was in Houston. The girl was the mayor's daughter. Yeah. And he was, ironically, an ex-con. And Henry Rollins got to play really? a cop. Really? You mean just, yeah. just, just like to channel show. all of his it hatred of cops. <laughs> Do you remember Henry Rollins in Johnny Mnemonic? Fuck yes. Fuck yeah. I mean, that, <laughs> that was Matrix. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. That was Shadowrun. Yep. 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 I, I have seen everything that Henry Rollins has ever even considered being. All in. six movies. Yep. <laughs> That's about right. Yeah, Sorry. He's, he's not Sorry, Henry. I know you're a big fan. Yeah. Well, he is now. He's a huge fan of me, so. Uh, <laughs> so once I uh, post his, his I, don't, I don't even know if he's on Twitter, but in the show notes I'll put his Twitter address and everyone go, oh my God, they were talking about you on the Out of the Basement podcast. And then maybe he'll like that. Yeah, right. And then send it out to all of his fans. And then you can retire. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, if Henry no. Rollins knows who you are, you've made it. Yeah, exactly. You're done. Obviously. Well, wait, Henry Rollins already knows who I am. Fair enough. What, by the restraining order? It's my ex-wife. Oh. <laughs> Joe's keeping a name count dropper. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? So, that was Wednesday. Thursday. Right. Um, Thursday. I'm trying to remember. Oh, Thursday was Enchanted Castle, which which this is now our second we're going to. Emerald City. Emerald City. Emerald City. I can't remember City. what it was called. <laughs> where, where we did a lot of go-karting with young children. <laughs> A, bu- a lot of bumper Mini cars. Farley. <laughs> Mini Farley. We, we did a lot of bumper cars. Um, we played all sorts of little fun arcade video gamey type games. Yeah, we got Terrace a mug. And, oh, yeah, we, we ended up pooling all of our tokens together, or tickets together, to get a mug for Terrace. Just as a thank you for all the work. That Where did all that candy go? It's in, it's in, it's in my room. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not, I didn't say in my stomach. I haven't even touched the bag. It's in his van. We need a van for Terrence's van. We'll put it all over his van. I, I, I told you I was going to make no, it rain with that van. Once, once again, don't plan shit on a podcast. <laughs> well, it's okay. He won't listen. He won't hear it that until after it, uh, after it happens. Plausible deniability, gentlemen. <laughs> if you're going to do something, don't tell me. <laughs> So what did you do after Enchanted Uh What? Why am I the one keeping this shit on track? Bar. I, I think yeah. that we went to the bar and we just stayed there until very, very late. Oh, until we went to dinner. Yep. It was Tilted Kilt Night. Tilted and it was Tilted Kilt Night, and then we went back to the bar, I want to say. Train wreck. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was a good day, too. Oh, Tilted Kilt is. Well, I actually did classes. Right. Yay. Uh, prior to our Tilted Kilt excursion... Uh, I did the weathering powders with Mr. Justin, which you were supposed to be there, Devon. Uh, the five to seven. Yep. Okay. The ruby rod hours. It was it was a very good theory class. And that's uh, that's sorry that's when his wife waited in two hours in the forge world line for him. She yeah. did. My my. She was like number oh six. Oh my god. Yeah. My my wife is amazing. Uh, she was only she six because Mike and I cut in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> she and Paul went down there. I, I had given Paul a list of everything I wanted. 
and I, I put arrows next to things because I was like, I don't want to spend all of this money. Right. Give me six of those, three of those. No, no. Of that those, was what his list was. I want two of every T-shirt two, two in XXL. This, two of this, two of this. Two. No, I only wanted one of every T-shirt in 2XL. Yeah. That's but, right. But Forge there World, eight does, Forge World <laughs> does not understand that Americans, Americans, yeah. and Canuckians don't no, wear XL. Words. I bought medium. Yeah, you're a, you're a, you're a wee girly. That's yeah, why I like it. But <laughs> literally, but you know, I mean, I on a bad day, I'm a two X. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So like, anyway, so so, so she and Paul are down there, and they've got this huge list. But I've only like marked out like five, six things. It was going to be you know a couple hundred bucks. She messages me while I'm up at the class, and she's like, "Do you want me to get all of the things on this list?" I'm like, "No, just the things I I, I marked. I've already told Paul exactly what I want." In clarification, my my wife doesn't know diddly squat about right. Forge World or anything. Right. She doesn't know sh- jack, jack and or shit. I, the sensor thing's not before, <laughs> dude. I already got the look. <laughs> <laughs> so she keeps messaging me, and you know she's like, "No, I think you really want to get all of this." I'm like, no, just the stuff I want. So about twenty minutes later, she comes back. She goes. All right, the total was $1,300. I'm like, no, you got to be kidding. That's why I asked on the bus today who spent the most at Forge World, and the highest number was $630. Yeah. $720, wasn't it? It was somewhere around there. Our total was $1,307. Get the fuck out of here. And it wasn't everything on my list, not even close. Get no shirts. Oh, no shirts, yeah. They, they don't have them in human sizes. <laughs> so, or man size. Yeah, exactly. Grown man oh. size. They have them well, in it's, it's, it's child size. It fits for ish. So I get down and I'm like looking at everything. I'm like, oh my freaking God. This is awesome. I love you. My wife says, yeah. You know, now, now you have to spend more time with me. I'm like, no, you don't understand. You've locked me in my painting room for the last for the next two years. <laughs> it's funny because you still haven't painted this stuff from England, according Shut to up. your wife. I have. I painted Angron. Yeah, I painted. You did paint I painted quite a bit of the Forge World stuff. What about uh, all your white scars? I don't have white scars. Yeah. I may be the con, but yeah. I have not painted any white scars, and I never will. Never will, huh? Never will. So you're going to lose the contest. What contest? Who who gets their uh, their Primarchs army first? Oh. See, God damn it! That's why I'm pissed that you guys made me the con and not Angron. You're not angry enough. <laughs> Actually, to be I, angry I enough. didn't get angry. I may not either. be angry enough, but I have the Mark of Corn. I have the World Eater logo. I have everything. Hold on. The, the problem is, I you can't also, pick your own nickname. Damn it! You're con. That is the law of nicknames. And, and you are. That the, is like you're the Harley White like out of all of us. So well, that's true. Guaranteed, you're getting the White Scars. <laughs> we, can but, either, we can either do that, or you can be the little guy who goes around with the Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> Your choice. Oh my god. Okay. So after. <laughs> no, I want. I want. I want him to be this guy from. Uh... Oh. <laughs> Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Everyone makes reference to that. I, I have no idea what. I didn't oh see it. God, I've never seen my it. My boss at work is fifty-seven years okay. old. He's like. Some guy walked into my office uh, with uh, three crude oil samples in little jars, and he, he was clicking them together. My boss came in and was like, were you guys talking about the movie Warriors? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? It's a cult classic. Awesome. You should see it. I watched it. It was on Netflix. Red, yeah. Red Dawn. The Red. original Red Dawn. Love it. To us. 
is Warriors for the people who grew up in the 70s. But that's okay. funny, because yep. Warriors right. was released in 78. Yeah. yeah. I was seven. The same year as Star Wars? Yeah. yeah. I was, no, that was Star 70, Wars in 77. 77. Here's, here's right. the bad part. I, I remember being seven years old, riding on my bicycle with a baseball bat. Really? Yelling out, Warriors, come out and play! <laughs> Baseball that's, Furies. That's yeah. One you of the best baseball. Halloween costumes ever. Okay. There <laughs> baseball were three, Furies. When I was in grade school, there were a couple of high school kids, and four of them were dressed up as Kiss. They won. Yeah. <laughs> and there were like five or six guys that were dressed up like the Baseball Furies. Okay. Nice. And all they did was wear their baseball uniforms and painted their faces like in the movie. Okay. Yeah. And they had, well, some of them were hippies, so they had long hair, but some of them put wigs on underneath the hat. Okay. Because a couple of the guys were very... Well endowed hair wise, okay. <laughs> shall we say? Because <laughs> it was like, suit? It was like, like a giant hair wise doll. It was the seventies. <laughs> right. So you had the giant afro with a baseball cap sitting on top of it. Right. Sitting on top. Yeah. On yeah. top. Yeah. Not on yeah. the head, Not on top of the, the afro. On top of the yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've seen the look. You gotta pin it in place. <laughs> yes. So after after Tilted Kilt I did uh, object source lighting with Victoria Lamb. I have heard amazing things about her work. Her work is awesome. The class, I was actually disappointed. Okay. It was more theory okay. than hands-on. We did a little bit of hands-on. <laughs> Inappropriate touching. My theory is that I'm touching you. <laughs> <laughs> the practical is you are. <laughs> All right. Hands-on. Applied directly to the boob. Wait, Sorry. You're, I've, you're not reboot. I'm not. Yeah. But, but, but I have been listening to a lot of... Um, Calf. Yeah. So I, I've done both both the Calf books in. Um... Sorry, wrong room. Yes. That is... <laughs> <laughs> we just had a random person walk into the room. It was pretty funny. Uh, anyway, we locked doors. I, I, I... <laughs> what? I don't hate you. <laughs> is that from Archer? So creepy. It's from Portal. Oh. Well, I didn't want to scare the guy and do this. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all we have to do is get a bell and Mike just goes <laughs> no then you can actually play the <laughs> no 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 the running the around the room the Benny Hill luckily <laughs> get it <laughs> it's too late now it's too late <laughs> <laughs> and now Mike's acting it out. <coughs> oh, oh, good times. <laughs> so anyway, the class was okay. Um, <laughs> and we lost I, I love how he goes right back to it. It's nothing. It just happened. I, I, <laughs> professional. My brain. Professional. My brain. Nope, it's good. Sorry. Okay. Enough. Enough. Sorry, I was trying to close it. <laughs> Thank you. Listen, Devon, <laughs> don't you tell me to use an F soundboard. You snuggly. Are we done? <laughs> Mike, please carry on. I'm spent. <laughs> so, anyway, her work is amazing, her right. teaching style. I, I was less than impressed. Okay. I, I learned a lot of theory, but nothing I couldn't have learned from looking at Raphael paintings okay. or 
things like that. And that's a lot of what her 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 uh, subject matter is. She she shows a lot of Raphael, so you can see how he uh, how he did object source lighting right. in classic paintings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, how it applies to miniatures, I was I was less than impressed with it, but. Okay. I did learn a lot of theory, you know, how, how certain things should be lighted and, or lit. Um, it works best in dioramas. You don't want to do it on single figs, I don't think. No, I don't think so either. There's a, a single guy with a torch kind of thing. There's a power, well, power fist. No, no, there's a power, power axe. sword or axe. Axe. There's a power axe dude in the, in, in uh, the iron hand. hands. Yeah, in the iron hands. Um, charity, charity auction. auction army. And... Not yeah, not the only guy who who painted it, but exactly as you said, individually, it's okay. Well, it's blue. It's got a blue helmet. But yeah, it's it, a it diorama, and it's it's not in a glass case, and it's not any. It doesn't have a background. Exactly. And it doesn't have and a that, dude standing two inches away from him. Then it's kind of eh, yeah. Okay. That's the key thing. If you're looking at a single model, if you if you look at the photographs of single models, like down at the at the uh, crystal brush or whatever. You have that away. So that was actually that wasn't him. That was the hallway. Why you gotta get all violent <laughs> up in this bitch? That was a little kid trying to get in. I don't like time. children. Although it's, it's eleven o'clock, and, and, and hang a out with girls should not be <laughs> running around by themselves. Settle down, child. <laughs> oh sure, that's funny. <laughs> well, it is, Jackson, it is Samuel Samuel Jackson. Jackson. funny. Um, there's there's one picture they always show whenever they're talking about Victoria Lamb's object source lighting, and it's of the guy in the jetpack who's flaming. No, the, the, the sisters. The sister. The sister. Right. She's sisters. flaming. A and demon, when, she? when no, she was can. showing that, yeah. I kept pointing yeah. out all of the things that were wrong with it. Okay. I mean, it's a well done piece. Yeah. Are you that guy? I am that guy. Oh, he was that guy. The problem <laughs> is the problem is you have good object source lighting coming off of the flame, except right. for the flame itself, where there's shadow where there shouldn't be. Okay. But then you look at it, and you've got light sources coming from both sides. Okay. You know, so if you look at the... But at that's, the that's the thing. When you're looking at a model as a model, you can turn the model around. Right? Exactly. <clears throat> to 3D. That's, that's, where, that's my point. When you're not degrees. looking at it as a diorama, right. that is a yeah. diorama on a black background. Right. Would be amazing. Yeah, you know, and it's actually really good. There's still there's still another source of light coming from the top left. Okay. When you're looking at that main picture, because the the Killican has its arms up, mm -hmm. and there's this well lit side. Okay. But the flames are throwing this red light off. Right. The chick herself, the back of her head is lit. Right. You know, so there's there's a lot of things wrong with that picture. Okay, um, and I'll put a link to the picture actually in the show notes. Yeah, the uh, don't like him like that. I will. The, the point <laughs> is, if you're going to use OSL, you should use it in a diorama that has a background where you control where the the photo is going to be taken. Okay, so you can control where all of the OSL is is at, where all of the lighting is right. at, all the real lighting. Yeah. Right. Okay. I think it'd be funny if you went into the crystal brush with an object source lighting model and then a second one that doesn't have the source on it, but you have them put them next to each other. Yeah. 
You wouldn't win anything for it, but oh. yeah, it would be interesting though. Oh, and uh, drinking wise, I drank uh, three quarters of a fifth of Jack Daniels yesterday. Oh, seriously, oh, <laughs> metric or fucking American? Three quarters. What? A fifth? Fifth? A three fifth quarters? Of a bot- there was this much left when I came. When I came what? Up, when I woke up this morning. All right, this has got to go away. <laughs> it was a fifth of what? A can? No. no, fifth of a gallon. Thank That's you. why I want that American Canadian. This is a this is a Canadian podcast. We need that in. Okay, years. it was a what <laughs> six whatever. No, I would I would graciously like to inform you of my escapades yesterday, of which I drank a lot. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, please. <laughs> How much did you drink, Terry? There was a metric percentage of a bottle that was lower than I started. Ooh. <laughs> thank you for listening. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure percentage isn't metric. Did, did, did you drink a full kilometer of, of alcohol? I, I, I've been. I drank two, twenty parsecs I, worth of alcohol. I had, a, I had a two for a bottle of of yes. Of yes. Please and thank you. A rock band. Anderson, Bruce, and Wakeman Howe. Oh, really well played, company. sir. That's something to do with a battle neck. All right, Matthew. Me? Oh well. A highlight of my Thursday, well, pretty much all these other things. And I don't want to start the story on the kid. Please do. Listen, he's the shorter, chubbier version of you. He looked like he could be your kid brother. No. Except for the fact he had a chicken wing on his face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for, for, for the um, listeners, for the listeners, this child... <laughs> maybe maybe ten years old. Yep. Look like Chris Farley. An actor. Yeah, sure. Hold on, and he was extremely Yamo is Matt Foley. <laughs> Soy and motivational speaker. Down here, Chicago. <laughs> I'm Tequila, the marijuana. <laughs> no es bueno. I might have to deal with all a little circa, bit of a problem. Circa day on Rio. <laughs> okay, so this kid. <laughs> oh, man. Put you in the corner. Oh, oh yeah. You're okay. just, you're he was aggressive. He put you in the corner. No, no, no. no, no, no he didn't. No, Paul did. Matthew in a corner. Hold on. This kid loved us. Thought we were the greatest. Like seriously, he, yes. Anytime he saw us about to go on the go kart track, he got so excited and had to come in and make sure he joined us on the. On it's the game time, babies. Yeah, it's he did. Time. We were all standing in line, and that's what he said. Walking okay. in there, put up his hands, like, "Yeah, I'm gonna beat you guys again." And and in true Big Brother fashion. This is us venting about him, yeah. Yeah. as opposed to making him feel like the rock star after leaving the track to a a wall of high fives on either side of him. Yeah. So, he's fine. <laughs> anyway, he had a great time hanging out with us. Yes, he did. However, Matt, however, hated this kid. Oh, man. I thought he was amusing. If you were well, six inches smaller, you could have fist fought. Yeah, probably, yeah. All you need to do is take your shoes off. <laughs> Okay, so that yeah, this so it wasn't just him too, because when I was out on the track, right, 
There was that other. There was there was the other kid who was in the. No, there was a kid in the GoDaddy car. The 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 fact. Okay, okay, there were definitely cars on the track that were were faster, physically faster than other cars. Yeah, GoDaddy. I was in the lowest. I was in the lowest car. I started second from the back in the lowest car, and the kid in the GoDaddy car. And then there was those two poor young girls. Yeah, there were these two weren't strong enough to steer. (laughs) So yeah, they started into the walls. You're hysterical when you drive because you actually lean forward. <laughs> it is one of the most um, yes yeah especially when you're in the lowest car because instead you're just I, I'm in back like this yeah you were like this okay this is a a audio podcast yeah. so please explain yeah, the he said maybe, lean maybe forward maybe your should upgrade he did People say lean forward expect the best from out of the basement pocket they do but video isn't one of those we'll wait let us know when it kicks in How's it I feel? Know. Doesn't feel good, does it? <laughs> what happened there was <laughs> and silence. So anyway, leave this, leave this kid alone. Oh my god! Because the the track was just crowded. And yeah, it was just brutal. How aggressive he was trying to be in yeah. terms of blocking things, and then one of the, our own guys put you into put a me wall. put me into a wall so that kid could win. <laughs> And I'm not better with him. Right. Uh, You're better with the kid. It's the kid. Okay. Oh, man. But uh, I've actually been spending my free time where reading the uh, Imperial Guard Infantryman's Handbook nice. from Black Library. and But not the Uplifting Primer? No, I don't have the Uplifting Primer. I bought, yes. I bought this. Yeah, I, I, I bought this the other day, and I got Graham McNeil, the author, to sign it. Cool. While I was there, he's like, stand up, soldier. <laughs> but this thing is... Inst- I am standing, sir. <laughs> it's an instruction booklet on how to maintain your equipment and what should be used for when. Hold on one sec. That probably will not be... No, you can't hear it. Okay. I'll, I'll have to cut all that out. Thanks. That's all right. It's just Joe trying to go to the washroom. With the door open, apparently. <laughs> you hear that? He's just got a uh, powerful stream. <laughs> just, we like a go- just like a Ghostbuster. <laughs> just don't cross them. Uh, um, yeah, and other than that, I mean, I've been doing the same stuff as you guys up yeah. until tomorrow morning where I'm off on your own. Going AWOL. Fantasy Championships. Yeah, that's right. I'm you actually going to play something. Matt's the only one here who doesn't play 40k, who only play. Well, okay. No, I, I have two. Four, I have three 40k armies. But but he mainly does fantasy battles. Yes. He enjoys fantasy battles. The challenge of because 40k is for punk ass bitches. Okay, fair especially fair. after seeing how many Riptides and Wraith Knights there were at the 40k yeah. championship. And, that's, and that's flying tournament wise. Yeah. yeah, the tournament. Jerks, no, that's that's the wrong kind of tournament. Yeah. That's the power gamer. Look what I can do to you. Well, you have it here. You have it Nova. Here, Nova. The one down in Austin. Uh, you know, every tournament. And Bay Area Open. Yeah. Every tournament. Those are the big ones. They're the four big ones. Yeah. You have to... Yay, go our hobby. Yeah. Woo! Well, listen. But, no, the fun... The, some of the guys that bring, like, the fun stuff. I mean, you just need to find smaller tournaments with less prize support. That's the big one. Or Wait, forget about prize support altogether. I like prize support where it's raffled off. Right. If you win the tournament, you might get a little trophy or something right. like that. But the best prizes are drawn at random from everyone right. who participated. That's exactly how this is all coming from, of course, the people who never win. Well, who does that with the uh, today? Today, yeah. the more games you play, the more interaction you do. 
The more raffle tickets you get, the more raffle tickets you get. Oh, I've been to a few Games Workshop tournaments where that's yeah. what it was like. It was, uh, they called it late night gaming. Okay. And it was, you'd play a scenario and you would get, you could get up to eight points. And for every point you got, you got a playing card. And at the end of the night, whoever could make, after three games, whoever could make the best poker hand out of all their playing cards got first pro- pick from the prize table. And we actually played one the night before 6th edition Fantasy was released. It was, what, eight years ago or something like that. And that's what the guy won. He won, he walked up and he got a copy of the brand new game before it was released. Nice. That's so, a neat idea, actually. Yeah. My part. Even, even in the elevator this evening, there was a couple of kids... I think it was fantasy that was today, right? Yes. There was both. Uh, there was there's fantasy there's the, team. There's a fantasy team tournament, the 40k friendly. 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 This which was, was not. Was which oh was yeah, not the friendly, friendly was not. Fr- well, apparently a couple of people had a really good time. Yeah. They they had easy opponents, people who were there as treating it as a friendly. And then there were people doing outrageous well, things. That's, that's the organizer's fault of the of the actual tournament because if it's a friendly, review the fucking army list. Right. Because if it's not friendly. <laughs> Make the call. You're not going to hurt somebody's feelings for saying this is not a good army list. Please resubmit. Yeah. For something like that, there really needs to be a comp system. See, and that's where yeah. I was going with with my elevator story. So there's these two, excuse me, there's these three kids. Two of them were talking about the fantasy. So that's why I was hoping it was the. They were talking about the fantasy. And then what happened was, the one kid's bitching that his his painting score was bullshit, and it's like, okay, well you got a twenty seven. Highest was 31, I believe. And the other guy goes, well, you didn't have a display board. No, that's... Oh, there you go, right there. And the guy's like, I don't care. It's fucking bullshit. And he's he's, he's going on a freaking tirade in the elevator. Right. It's like, you're here for the wrong reasons, A. B, it's it's 101 that if you can spell it out that you need a display board and you don't have one, you're not going to get max score. Right. You could be golden axe, demon, whatever, winner of all time. You're still gonna suck at the score part. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any sense. But exactly in the olden days, there used to be a sportsmanship score. Yep. If yeah. you if you can't tolerate having that be part of the game, fuck off, don't go. Well, there used and, to be a also, comp score. If yeah. you can't if you can't tolerate sportsmanship being part of the game, that you're playing the wrong game. Go back to playing. But that's magic, what you freaking twat. Or the war, war, war machine. There's no sportsmanship yeah. scores. Seriously? No. What what is what what. Would be, what would sportsmanship be based on? It's it's a couple of things. We used to have in GW tournaments. We had judges walking around. Right. We were a sportsmanship score. Really. So we could, and we did. It was only it's it's hockey. Mm-hmm. You only get. Excuse me. It's the exact opposite of hockey. You get the people who are initiating. Okay. The cheap shots, as opposed to the guy who's going to get frustrated and retaliate. Okay. So you pick up on people talking, the the, the feel and the the average happiness for a table. Okay. So if a guy's pouting or being pissed off, or stink, it's all body language. Right. That was part of it. And then the other, the, if I was playing Matt, Matt would score me on my sportsmanship. Yeah, that, that's how yeah. we did it when we had the tournament in Arizona. Yeah. Because uh, that was that's, dual, dual that's, con. That's no. how most of it is now. That it was old school con. GW. Wild like, West Shootout is what it was at the time. Yeah. Wild West Shootout. Now it's dual con. Right. But that, but that point system applied as it was... Sportsmanship, comp, and that was your basic how you won. Right. And oh, by the way, you played some games. <laughs> now it's all reversed. Yeah. Well, actually, the uh, fantasy championships, 
tomorrow, if it's like last year, it's your battle is about 50% and then everything else is another 50%. So it's 50-50. It's you can't win the tournament without doing well on sportsmanship and painting. Good, that's how the, it should be. The Draco list guy who gets it off the internet has some, dude too, pay, has some dude paying for you. I mean, that, there's a place for you. There's a game for you. It's called it's, War Machine. It, well, yeah, there's that. But it's just, that. how is that fun? You, didn't, you, you went to the internet, you found a list. You found out what was required to make that list. You went to the store. And you may not even went to the store. You would have went to a painting service and said, I want this. Mm -hmm. They paint it for you. They ship it to you. So now you have a list that you didn't create. And you have an army that you didn't paint. Or buy. Uh, or buy. Well, you paid for everything. Well, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's like you. It's like you went out and went. Okay, this week I'm going to get this, and and this week I'm going to collect this, and get them all put together and paint them, and and slowly build my army. And it's have like a, and have a nice story. Story. Like your right. troops are assaulting a Where's castle, and you're trying to call for reserves. Right. Like yeah. You've got your milk carton that's a siege tower. There's nothing wrong with that, sir. <laughs> that is a fantastic. I agree. Way to spend a Saturday we, afternoon. We were using uh, uh, big gulp mugs as. Corner towers for a castle. Nice. That's <laughs> but yeah, I've had a theory for years. Um, I started playing 40k back, well, I started playing fantasy back in 95, 90, 94, 95. I started playing 40k about 2000. Um, in 2000, I went to the Dallas Grand Tournament. Mm -hmm. And that, to, in my mind, that is still one of the best tournaments I've <coughs> ever played in. It, everybody was friendly. I had one douchebag, but you know this is third edition. He was playing Space Wolves. Go figure. Right. Um, he wasn't even really power listing. He was just playing the codex the way that it was built. Yeah. There was not a whole lot of power gaming. There, it, it existed, but it wasn't as prevalent as it as it is now. But what I've figured out is back in that time, 40k was kind of not a mainstream game. It okay. was not as popular as it is now. No. But Magic the Gathering sure. was fucking huge. And you had the net lists, and you had the power gamers, and you had the ass clowns whose entire goal was to stomp the 12-year-old across the table from right. him. Those guys got ridiculed and made fun of by those of us that played miniature games. You know, why don't you play a real game where you actually have to have some skill? Right. And that's where I like and that picture that was online where people, this guy was photobombing pictures of ass cracks taken at a Magic yeah, the yeah, Gathering yeah, tournament. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of so, so <laughs> a lot Really, of those, it's not that different here. No, yeah. you're right. <laughs> a lot of those ass clowns went, okay, fine. I'll play your silly little game. Yep. And they started gaming the system as much as they could. They didn't care about painting. They didn't care about sportsmanship. They didn't care about how much fun their opponent had. Mm -hmm. All they care about is stomping the person across from them. They're not treating our hobby like a hobby. Exactly. Yeah. They're treating it like a, how much shit can I get for coming in here and beating face? And Congratulations on your rep. <laughs> exactly. And it, it really it damaged our hobby right. so yeah. much. And yeah, because it, it's it's catering to those people is what went away, what did away with the comp scores. And what exactly. and the bad part of that's not blaming the magic people. It's it's that 
attitude and culture combined with the competitiveness that we have, of course we're going to fix the glitch. So the only way to fix it is to be better at it. Yep. So that becomes its stupidity begets stupidity. Yeah. And the hobby goes away. Exactly. Yeah. Just play I, a fucking video game. It's <coughs> going to be XCOM. Kick your guy out, maximum maximum amount, and then roll a die when you move. You may or may not shoot him. There's a fifty percent chance, seventy percent chance. Congratulations, you hit him. Yeah. Where's the, how is that? And that's the same thing. It's always going. I'm, I'm always going to go back to it. How is that fun? Exactly. I agree. You know, um, today I had the Dreadball tournament. I had five of the best games I have ever played. All of my opponents were there to have fun. Right. Even the guys that had the power lists to an extent, and it wasn't a power list thing, it was just, you know, the way the game is set up. There's, there's one or two factions that are just stronger than everybody else. Mm -hmm. It's understandable. But they tried to play it in a way that was fun for their opponent. And I had great games. I went 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. two wins, two losses, and a, and a draw. But I had a wonderful time. I was a little miffed that I didn't win the pain competition. Did you have a display base? <laughs> yes, I actually Seriously. did. Yes, I actually did. I didn't turn around the elevator, so I, I can't... <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, the guy I the guy who won the painting competition was my first round opponent, and my stuff was vastly better than his, in my opinion. But that's the thing when you paint, and this is this I had, and not being the old crusty dude, I had a very nice gentleman at the Baltimore Grand Tournament almost on the verge of tears because he spent a shitload of time painting his dwarf army and I grew up fighting against dwarves that's how I learned, that's how I played I know painting schemes and everything he painted each model individually then went on to the next and then from those individual models he made a unit and that would be great if it's militia but they were dwarf clansmen at the time or Thunderer unit or a crossbow unit, and it wasn't a cohesive unit. So therefore, your painting square would suffer because that was one of the things. What ties the army together? What ties the unit together? There was no, everybody's got a red sash on their hats, or everybody's got a red feather, or everybody's got a red spear shaft. Nope. It was, each individual model was painted to a very good standard. But I tried to explain to this guy, and, I, and it blew his mind that I knew what he did and what his painting style was. Like... You paint each model individually, don't you? He goes, yes, I do. Well, that's good, but this is what I would suggest for next year. Grab a unit of five. Paint five at a time. Then sit those five in front of you and paint the next five. And then you've got your standard of what you're going to do. Okay! <laughs> <laughs> and next year he came back and he, had, he did exactly what I suggested. And his paint score went up. Because he had a unit, he kept his guys, and he put them in a warrior unit, which is totally fine, because that's, you know, a jungle. get yeah. the militia out, we're going yeah. to war. Sure. Yeah. And then everybody else was a standardized unit, and he did better on, he still finished middle of the pack, it wasn't like a make or break thing, it was he wanted to be better, he wanted to have, we don't have that now. Yeah. You're being right. judged by your peers who only give a shit whether you won or not. 
Congratulations on your towel. Who cares? Play what you like. I right. play guard. No, I, I, I totally play Black Templar. Back when we didn't even have a proper code. Well, okay, we had a codex, which was two editions ago. And I didn't care. I still would play them because yeah. I love their background. I love the way that their models moved with the old codex. Yeah. And that's it's all unique. I care about. And it's unique. And it was. For the longest time, I saw maybe one other Black Templar army. I had a Black Templar army for years. I'm yeah. sorry. We're going to call shenanigans, Lord Vader, because you've got a world... I have a World Eaters Eight. army, I have a Blood Angel army, I have a Iendan Ghost army, I have a Dark Eldar Those army, Eldar. I have a Bad Moon Orc army, nice. I, nice. Have had, I have had a Corn Chaos army, I've had three Corn Chaos armies, I had my Black Templar army, I've sold several armies sure. in the last couple of years because I realized I'm never going to play all of these. Right. Matter of fact, I'm at the point now where I don't play hardly at all. I just care about the painting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of like that too. I mean, I've finally gotten a group of friends together who are interested in 40k, who don't just care about the, the background, but actually want, are, are into the... No, no, I'm talking back home, the people I normally spend all my time with. The fuck's up with that? We don't know about these people. That's right, because you guys have never come out to visit. We're going to have to take okay. a brief break while we do some background checks yeah. on these alleged friends. It's okay. <laughs> anyway. they, they don't listen to the podcast anyway. <laughs> Are you done? Anyway, so finally I've got a group that I can play with. Up until now, all Games. the armies that I get, all the armies that I've been collecting, all the painting that I've been doing, have all been for just for me. So I, I started putting the Black Templars together two or three years. Or I started putting it together a year and a half before I actually played my first game. And the first game I ever played was on the first tour that we ever went on together. Yep. I remember Against that because I had to teach you how to play it. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was that you're thinking of oh, England. I'm right. thinking the year before that. When we all met, it may have only time. seemed that way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when, when we that would have been the fifth. This game. was the second game. That was the fifth uh, game after the tournament. Game. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. A year later. Exactly. I was in a four-person or a, a five-five-game yeah. tournament. Those were my first five games. The very first one was against Terrace, and he's the one who really showed me. Like I mean, I've been reading the rules, so I knew the basics, but he's the one who showed me how the game actually works in real life, and that was the best game. But unfortunately, we made the slight mistake of him not being able to fulfill, to do one thing that he needed to do in order to win the game, and I ended up winning. Which then put me into this the winner's when, bracket. This is when yeah. things went horribly wrong. Yeah. yeah and then really my, my next game was against someone who was there to beat face. And he came with an army that was, like, just totally outclassed me. And I was gone by turn three. And that was probably the worst game I ever played. And there were a lot of... In that tournament. That, added, that, that exactly like you were talking about at Budokan was a lot of the West Coast Buddhists. Right. Because they, they have a... And this is another thing that we... The topic right. for later. East Coast versus West Coast? It's a, diff, yeah. it's a regional sure. style of Geographical play. Geographical play. Or yeah. not even style of play. It would be a regional interpretation of the rules. Right. I can see your dude. All my guys are clearly behind cover. Right. Okay, so you get a four-up save. But you can't see the guy. Right. How do you fire at someone you can't physically see? So, but it's, okay. but it's in the rules. Save. Yeah. So it's not derailing. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no you're absolutely great. right. But so anyway, so that, that game was horrible. The next game was against someone who, again, had maybe won the first game, lost the second game. So we were about, about equal in 
how the games had gone for us, but not equal in power level. And so again, I got just stopped. And that put me into like the loser's bracket, and then I never had a bad game after that. Yeah, but that. you can... That's but who did you play for your last game? My last game was against Joe, and yes. that was awesome. That was We had such a good time on that game. Yes. Joe dropped down a bunch of uh, drop, pods. Like, drop pods in a line against right in front of my Terminators, and my Terminators just multi-assaulted and blew all three of them up at the same time. It was such like that <laughs> was our last game. And even then, Joe was going, "I didn't know you could do that." <laughs> so I, even me on my fifth game ever got to teach Joe something, it was which only was second game ever. <laughs> Five game tournament it was only a second yeah. game. He should have played. <laughs> he was getting bacon waffles. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, bacon waffles. Bacon. We didn't talk about bacon waffles. <laughs> and the bacon waffle combo platter. <laughs> I'd like a bacon waffle with a side of bacon and, yes, another side of bacon. Damn it, now I'm hungry again. Don't worry, they'll be open in an hour. <laughs> no, no, that's just what Dev would want to go for breakfast. And, and that's, that's... And it's not going to go into a whole, oh, it's about upbringing. Right. It's when you go to a tournament, you make... Whether you are going to have fun or not, right. like if you play somebody, if you play someone who's never played before, right. it's up to you to make sure that person has a good time, has fun, yep. so they'll come back, so you'll have somebody to play against. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with people? How how can that light bulb not go off? Yes, you can beat somebody and still have a good time doing it. Yep. You don't have to beat them to piss them off, and yep. that that goes back to that regional interpretation of the rules thing. Because it's, what, and and I, I don't want to say annoy people, but I won't start the game until I ask certain questions. What do you treat this terrain as? Right. And then, depending on the answer, you're going to get a, a variation of answer. Well, the rules say that it's this. Right. Okay, so that's the way we're going to right. have this discussion. No problem, jackass. <laughs> what, let me... Let me poke the tiger. What do you consider this terrain? <laughs> I just want to get everything clear, because if that's the attitude right. that's going to happen, just stop. Play to have fun. Yeah, whereas if it were you and me playing, like, I'm looking at that, and it kind of looks like ruins. But so we, why we, we, we wouldn't talk about it until it happens. Right. What are those? Ruins. What do you think? Four plus? Yeah, sure. Good enough. Right. Okay. Sounds good. That's like our X-Wing game, because X-Wing is such a game of precision. You, you start here, you finish here. Oh, sorry, I bumped your model. That's okay. It's somewhere around here. Oh, yeah, I forgot to put a focus down. Just do a focus. And that's actually why we decided to can the tournament and just have a, a fun game instead. Yeah. yeah. Right. We should have played two or three smaller games and not one big one. Okay, yeah, so that, here, that big game. Here, here's how our <laughs> actual game, game went today. Um, basically, it was myself and Matt, because we were supposed to play th this tournament together, we're like, why don't you pick one side, I'll pick one side, and we'll just put as many models as we can on the table. And then Devin took all the good models. I, I gave Joe I, an A wing. And then, <laughs> hold on, uh, and then and then I got three A wings. It started out with just me and uh, me and Matt. And then a couple more people ended up joining us. So we said, let it, let's put every yeah. model that we have from one side or the other on the field at once. We put together two mats to make it as as wide an area as possible. And we went up to okay. So a normal tournament, 100 points. The tournament, the team tournament we were going to do was 150 points. Yeah. We put 400 points per side on the table at once, <laughs> and it took about two and a half ish hours. Yeah, and we barely got. And we barely. Well, no, we, no, we decided a we winner. Decided, we cut it. Yeah. Yeah. We cut it. But uh, such a fun game. Like we had a really good time. 
It was fun. And, it, and, it's, and it's all that matters is the fact that you actually enjoyed yourself. Even though I got yeah. Blue Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> and that damn dog with the robotic legs. Yeah. <coughs> no, that's what Terrace got. You get a robotic dog, but the Inquisitor Arbites guy with the dog. I love that model. Oh, yeah. You got that model two years ago. Was it from last year's? It was at the uh, yeah. same game show that we went to oh, in the UK. Oh, in UK. Wow, yeah. that was two years ago. The Inquisitor, the Inquisitor scale model? No, no, no. This is the Inquisitor scale model. Oh, that's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's he's talking. That's an old model. Very, it's really old. Yeah, model. I think he, he he bought it from the yeah. Bits Box vendor or one of the other right. vendors. No, the uh, the Games Day model two years ago was the Arbiter with yeah. the uh, yeah. with the dog, small scale. But. Yeah, see, that was going to be my model for this Dark Heresy game that we play with my friends, but uh, we became Penal Legionnaires instead. So today I bought a box of ten penal legionnaires for to us. From from Victoria. Victoria. Those models are they're really good. Models I, I, are. When I saw what came in the goodie bag and the fact that the standard bear was metal, I thought they were all going to be metal. No, uh, it's it's resin. Resin. luckily it's resin, so yeah. everything's fine. <laughs> the uh, I want to go back to the sportsmanship thing. Wandering through the hallways, you see a lot of the smaller events. Mm-hmm. And uh, I walked by a War Masters tournament. So that's fantasy small scale. Epic fantasy. Epic, well, epic fantasy. His, his, his pe- listeners don't know what epic is. <laughs> you want to blow some minds? King, Kings of War. Kings of War? Yeah, same rules. Kings of really? War is, is, War, is War Master. Kings of War is War Master. Get out. Okay. Oh, that's man. why the that's why the bases are static. Okay. Yep. And it's a similar command. Obviously, control. it's not the same rules right, because obviously. that would be a copyright infringement. Right. But the but the, it's the, written the, by the same guy, right? Is the, it not? The, the people who created the rules <laughs> are the people who did the original. Right? Yeah. Well, that, that's the War Master. It's smaller scale, so uh, Warhammer game is. 28, 28 millimeter. This is 10. Oh, wow. Okay, so, so epic scale. Oh, it is. It's okay. epic scale. But it's amazing. Like, there was a, there were six guys, and I just stopped by as they were just starting, they were just starting to deploy. And the guy's like, oh, we're playing, we're playing War Master. Like, yeah, I see you guys are playing War Master. Like, I never seen anybody play this game. And all six guys, there were only six guys in the event. I got introduced to all of them. Right. They all talked about their armies. Right. and They're in the middle of a tournament. Right. And, but they're just like, you see someone interested. We want to get more people interested in these smaller yeah. events. I don't know what they're like actually playing against each other. But when but that's that's the old school. That, that mentality yeah. is how 40K and Fantasy Battle and everything else used to be. Right. And it's not... How's your diet coke? It's regular. It's undiet. Undiet. It's tad. Well, it's not just that stuff. It's how beautiful that game actually looks. When oh, you yeah. put that many figures on the table. When you can feel regiments. Yes. That's exactly what it is. And, and a they, wing. You've got each stand. A stand is only like two inches by an inch. has ten guys on it. Right. So when you actually line them all up across the board in battalions and, and regimental formations. Oh, it's beautiful. I've only... I told them I... I've played a few games of the Battle of Five Armies, which is the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings. Well, it's the Hobbit, actually, right. from ye- a couple of years ago. Right. It's all in one box. Right. Man, it has a ton of figures in it. If you bought a few orcs, you'd have an entire orc and goblin war master army just okay. from that box. 
And, and again, same scale, tiny? It's yep. same scale, okay. same rules. Okay. Even, but they had had a few cardboard things, so you had a river and you could, it had two plastic Games Workshop mountains, so it actually looked like you were assaulting the mountain. Right. And there's actually rules for Thor and Oak and Oak and Shield and he stays behind the mountain until a certain turn and the eagles arrive. And, okay, the bear. And, yeah, the bear actually can come on the field too. And so they have rules for all that stuff. It's, it's beautiful what some of these really dedicated guys come up with as opposed to guys who show up for a war machine and don't even have a painted army. The, but the other one I wanted to mention and uh, Jean-Francois who you guys would know Phil, Philip, Philip DeBeau, his brother. He was on the England trip with us. Okay. Yeah. Um, he played in a Malifaux tournament where you got no prizes. The cake tournament? Yeah. It's not, it, it didn't end up being a tournament at all. It was, it was a cake competition. Everyone okay. brought a cake. Yeah. You got marked on your cake. And apparently the top guy got an Adepticon trophy for having the best cake. Right. But it's just open gaming. Mm-hmm. Everyone just played Malifaux for fun and had cake. I'm sorry, that actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds fun, actually. Yeah. Kind of want to play Malifaux. I like it. I told you, I, that's one game I want to see while I'm here is Malifaux. Th- those people Your mind that, will be blown. Those people that listen to the yeah. uh, Screaming Heretics will know that they are constantly going on about the cake tournament. The hell do you mean those? Well, and that's the thing. No, I'm saying not many. Not what do many, you mean perhaps, those people? Perhaps <laughs> not many of our listeners have heard of the Screaming Heretic podcast. Right now, there is a Google search and a trending switch. I've heard of the Screaming Heretic podcast. <laughs> yes, you've. I'm sure Tara's heard of it. Yes. There's your listeners. Wait, you know what? The Screaming, Tara, Tara, screaming Heretics. Like that term Tara, so screaming much. Screaming Heretics, go listen. Thank you. <laughs> screaming Heretics, like shout out to Tara. John so <laughs> Francois, coming from Montreal, right. didn't want to bring a cake on the plane. Fair enough. Jen from Screaming Heretics made his cake for him. That's awesome. Yeah. And he got second place. Nice. Good for him. <laughs> so, good for her. And good for her. <laughs> so, yeah, I wish more tournaments were a little like that, a little less uh, competitive, but you got to still have some of that competition to get some of the people out there who really want to show off their pain and And we need that. Right? Well, not being argumentative and only to no. get into your head. Yeah. Why? Why do you need to get... Why do you need to have a little bit? Why do you need to sacrifice what you know is going to be a good tournament to get other people involved. Why? Because those are the people that you don't want involved. That's true. But if you really want to say you've been part of a big event... Well, that's the thing. Do you want that? Do you, is that all you want? Is the big event or do you want a good event? Because there's a difference. Yeah. Games Workshop used to have large events. They weren't always good. No, they weren't always good. But before they even started, I remember staff tournaments where we'd go to a a warehouse on a Saturday and we would spend the first three hours setting up moving tables everybody from the head of trade sales all the way down to the guy who used to pack boxes and we'd all move moving tables granted people would do stuff more than others but still they were there and making an effort and even if they didn't set up they brought beer so I'm not going to fault you you can bring me beer (laughs) <laughs> Sit over there. Let me get yeah. you a chair. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> do the work as long as you provide the beer. Yeah. But, well, but okay. that's the thing. We had we had a different mentality. Well, in order to fill this hotel, Adepticon has to cater to the lowest common denominator. They have to make tournaments. The 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 major tournaments. They don't though. I'm going to interrupt you and be rude. It's not Adepticon, and I'm the, here. I'm no. defending Adepticon because they always default to the event organizer. That's their standard response 
too high. I have a question. organizer. Do not ask me questions. But I just had a quick. I wanted to cancel it. Event organizer. Discuss them. Okay. Sorry. Didn't mean to bother you. Have a lovely day. So, it's not them. It's the event organizer. So if they're going to have dickwad tournaments, then. So I'll just put it. This, this is how. This is the only way I would defend it. There's nothing like being in a room with that many people who are playing a game you love. True. Yeah, there, what there, is a hundred? No other way to get that much fun. Hundred and sixty-two two tables playing the uh, grand tournament yesterday. Well, the forty k team championships is supposed to have a hundred and twenty-six teams. Right. That's five hundred players. Right. Mm-hmm. That's incredible to see. Mm-hmm. Now, it gets funky yeah. in there and the smell, yeah. but. The fantasy tournament today, the fantasy team championships, had 320. I was shocked when someone said that number. People or tables? People. People. That's people. Awesome. But, yeah. but their, their team yeah. chairman is only two people, not four like ours. Yeah. <laughs> I love, it's without, awesome now. Even without trying. Awesome You now. just gave Matt the finger. <laughs> yeah. I, I have never played fantasy. I've only ever watched no fantasy being played, yeah. and and that only happened in England because we had fantasy players on the tour, yeah. and they and they I had a chance to sit down and actually watch them play, and see what fantasy was like. I, I don't say I don't I, I didn't find it interesting. Yeah, it's possibly it's not for me. It, it's a whole other mentality. It's a great game. I'm sure the the from a hobby aspect. Oh my god. Painting that many guys, yes, yes. and painting them all fairly <laughs> the uniform. Same. Why are you three points, you <laughs> son of a bitch? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the thing. So three more points. <laughs> sta- standard game, and, and I love this. This was in a White Dwarf article, and this had to have been ten years ago. So a standard forty k game ten years ago was fifteen hundred points, mm-hmm. and it would be what? Say, if you were playing a, a Space Marine army, it would be. 60 models, maybe, probably even less than that, 40 models, once yeah, you start putting yeah. in tanks and stuff like that. Right. A guy brought... So, at a fantasy event, a standard at 2,000 points, they actually did some math behind all this, and the average was 85 models. Okay. This guy decided he wanted to be awesome. Absolutely awesome. He brought an entire Night Goblin army at 2,000 points. It had 650 models on the table. Yep. And this was tournament legal. 650 goblins. How do you fight against that with 50 guys? Oh, you make, one, easily. you make one unit run away, the whole the army just disappears. Oh, okay. Because okay. <laughs> basically they have a leadership six. <laughs> okay. Five. Night goblins are five. Not even with the big ball? War boss is seven. <laughs> so, 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 so you break like, one unit. Right. In a, cas- <laughs> in a cascade. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And his leadership is just like 40k. You kill right. enough guys, you have to take a check and you right. run away. Okay. Uh, so leadership five means you have to roll less than five on two dice. I brought, and this is not a, hey, I brought a Night Goblin army to one of the staff tournaments. And I took three fanatics. And I had about ten units of Night Goblins. So imagine a fanatic is a guy... That he's hopped up on drugs okay. and he's carrying a giant ball and chain that's the size of himself, okay. and all he does is spin in a circle, killing stuff. And he could affect; it goes random. So once they leave the unit, they could come right back in and kill me. Okay. But I set up. What did I say? I had ten units, so I set up thirty Night Goblin fanatics on my side of the board. Oh, jeez, people and are I, aided to play you. No, well, <laughs> wait for it. I gave them a copy of my army list. One person read the army list. I took three fanatics in the army. Had 30. I took three. 
First two games, never got charged. <laughs> Short bows for the win. Screw you, Chaos Knights on Horses. Because, <laughs> Dad, if you, don't if you don't know, when you get within a, with, when you get with a certain range of the Night Goblin unit, mm -hmm. the Fanatic will come out. They and, and they're secret. Um, the the fantasy tournaments, you don't share your army list, you don't know what's in their army list, right. other than what's on the table. Okay. So like, That's why uh, I'm here, open book. Yeah. This is what I have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like a, a dark elf army, you could have an assassin hidden okay. in your unit, and it'll just jump out and kill your character Six when you charge it. Get out. Yeah, it's, uh, and actually they've got night goblin assassins now, the sneaky stealers, sneaky stalkers, 30, oh, 30 points a model. Always strike first killing blow, but if they don't kill the guy they want to kill, they are getting squished. <laughs> they have a robe. Light goblins have a robe and a spear. Or a short bow. Mm -hmm. You can give them shields. Even underwear. <laughs> Literally, three points a guy. That's what they are, three points a guy. So you could, he filled with 600 of them. Well, yeah, yeah, and that, back then they were two. Two points a guy. So you can go and see uh, uh, Chris, who's on this tour. He brought to a 1,000-point tournament. He brought, uh, uh, what did he say, 100, two, it was 200 Skaven Slaves. They were two points a model. Right. So at 1,000 points, which is half the normal size of a game, right. he had over 200 models. Who would want to paint that much? Sean Chavis, who was a uh, retail manager, did that same point. Because he was going infantry, exactly what you said with space planes. Yeah. So he fielded Imperial Fists, and he had all infantry. Mm -hmm. And he had the, uh, back in the day where you can go into the bits room, so there was one Chaos Lord head that was bald, and the one picture of the Imperial Fists were all bald dudes. So he's like, okay, everybody's bald. So he had heads. <laughs> On everybody. No one had a helmet. It was awesome. And I forget how many models he had. It was about 60, 69, 68 infantry models. For, and then he decked it out with war gear to fill up the rest of the points. But that was his arm. I did 120 boys. I did 60 shooters and 60... Uh, Slugger Chopper boys, and I did them in in ten. Inc I did, orcs. but just like you said, I did. That's the not first. enough orcs. <laughs> no, and that's just that was just my boys. That's not counting the twenty five plus knobs and the almost Gretchen. twenty looting and or the looters. And I haven't done many Gretchen yet. They're on the That's list. a lot of models. They're on the queue. Terrace did a. Um, he did a Gretchen army. He, yeah, he, he did a Gretchen army for a four hundred point combat patrol. He brought something close to a hundred Gretchen. He had yeah. the old second edition one. Though, yeah, the one with the auto the old, Yeah, yeah but the auto gun rather. I have a box of them. They're they're not bad models. No, they have great lines, great features, and they clean up in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, you run a file over it once, and you're done, ready to go. <laughs> one piece or dip and flick it. So be ready. I'm trying to figure out what I want to bring next year already, and I think the army that I'm looking at has uh, like 140 models in it for 2,400 points. Fantasy this or 40K? Fantasy. This, is, this fantasy. is fantasy. The 40k army I'd want to bring only had uh, uh, 35 or something like that. Thousand, thousand Suns, Zinch Space Marines. Why are we bringing Thousand Suns? And why aren't you bringing a thousand of them? Because <laughs> they're far more expensive. <laughs> You're not, hey, it's across the board. Don't think that I'm saying when you went there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> says the guy who bought Lord everyone today. A, everyone at hey, yeah. I bought. Um, I, uh, <coughs> I can't say I brought anything for my for my Primark. My my Primark was um, um, 
Russ. Russ, of course. Bob yeah. Russ. Bob Russ. Happy, <laughs> happy little trees. <laughs> happy little wolves. I miss that guy. But, yeah, so, so anyway, my prime market ended up being Russ because of the beard and because of the copious amounts of beer I was drinking on the tour. And when you drink Guinness, you have little beer fangs. And beer, beer fangs. fangs. Beer fangs, yeah. But today I bought a, uh, I bought Karn for my World Leader Army. I'm very excited about it. I bought him yesterday. I'm Mad stoked. Awesome. Go with your Angra? Oh, yeah. Hey, what were we talking about? We were saying hello and what we did during the week. <laughs> then we got into a rant. And we're still going to have better sound quality than 40K radio. <laughs> oh. Don't worry, it's not like he listens. <laughs> I can probably get he doesn't even edit his own damn show. It's not like he's going to listen to anybody else's. Well, last year Kyle said he'd be on this show and he never showed up. Well, Kyle's well, not Kyle part of 40K radio anymore. So. Well, no, this was last year. Actually, did, Wait, last did, he, year. did he leave outright? Yeah, he left yeah. outright. He, he Actually, I believe he even left that show. Get out. Because um, he just had his new baby girl. Yeah, and I, I just I saw a post earlier today that took the baby home today. Yeah, yeah. good. And beautiful baby, um, amazing coming from him. <laughs> his wife is is attractive, a, a okay. saint. Yeah. <laughs> now his wife is a martyr. <laughs> so. That's the but yeah, um, I think he I think he has left the company. Is is what I kind of understood. Now. Well, that makes me sad. He was a huge part of what made that show fun. He really was. Well, Rick and Kyle. Rick and Kyle together. Banner. Yeah. When they're together, it gets outrageous. Oh yeah, yeah. If they would have just let them two go. But, but but even when even when Rick or when Rick was gone, Kyle by himself or Kyle with Chiller or Kyle just ragging on Romeo, that was a fun show to listen yeah. to. But those two guys just bounce off each other. Yeah, so they really well. do. But it's because they've been friends for you know a decade. Yeah. Yeah, and Rick Rick was downstairs earlier in the yeah in I saw the hall and but it's weird I ne I never because he wasn't at the he wasn't with Battle Foam at the time when we went to the tournament the Budokan we never really got a rapport going with him and I've only met him once now I think in all the tournaments that I've been to so it's not, whereas you know we'd see Kyle's like hey Kyle how's it going and all of a sudden we just go right back into the banter from like two years ago. Kyle's a really good guy. I'm sad he's gone. But you can find, you know, you cannot find that with almost anybody when you come to this event every year. You, you can find it with most people. Almost, yeah, Some. almost everybody. I, anyone Some. on this tour, Tatanka. any, any, anyone, <laughs> anyone who comes with Geek Nation tours, I want to say 95 percent of the people, you can just sit down and have a conversation with. They're really good people. Paul, you, you don't Paul. usually get yeah. the assholes coming on the tour. No. <laughs> no, you you do. They're all just fun guys anyway. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. No, but you, you might you might get the occasional person that's into something different, or sure. they're part of their own group. Sure. And, yeah. Whoa, what kind of tours are you going on? Totally wicked awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I hear they've got a bus that has stripper seats in it, <laughs> covered with DNA. <laughs> that was what Loop, that was Loopy's comment on the bus today. Wow. Because the lights were flickering on and off, and he was rubbing his butt up and down that pole. <laughs> yep. He was rubbing his butt up and down your pole. What? No. <laughs> no. Wow. So it's on the internet. <laughs> yeah, Joe. He well, he has wear many hats. <laughs> He does wear many hats. But apparently he made $21 over dinner today. Yeah. Wow. The only one of which was from his lap dancing skills. <laughs> the other 20 was for a bet. 
Kingpin in 21 not to laugh dance. I, I was really hoping that bet was about whether or not he would laugh dance. <laughs> <laughs> and the $21 was about his laugh dancing skills. <laughs> Okay, we ran out of stuff. Uh, okay, well, how, so about, how about we call it, a, uh, call it a day now? And yeah, then maybe I have the outro. Are you going to play the sad Hulk music? No, I have the outro. Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> I thought you were going to give us the theme to Walker, Texas Rangers. That's my national anthem. I thought you were going to give us the theme to Walker, Texas Rangers. And yet the asshole from New Jersey is the only one who clapped. I'm sorry, I don't have the clap. (laughs) Plus plus his other hand is holding the the chew spit. Oh, that's your drink? Okay, Okay, fine. (laughs) He doesn't want to clap with that. It makes a mess and it's awful. Speaking as a ex-chewer, yeah, it's awful. When you have... When you have one beer bottle that you're using as your, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and you accidentally drink from that, and then oh, yeah. bad things happen. That's almost enough to make you. All crazy. right, so th- to be continued, part two coming tomorrow. <laughs>